0: Hello everyone, my name is Brendan Maher, and that noise you're hearing is my metal And welcome to Minoc Monday on page-turners-they-were-not, my Star Wars podcast. I'm so glad to be back on Saturday, which was May the 4th, now officially Star Wars Day in California. I felt that I needed to do a podcast because I couldn't miss such an important date. And so, but here I am. I'm back. I was on a bit of a hiatus and I'm back to hopefully be able to deliver you a podcast every day of this week. My knock Mondays are the days when we talk about optimism, positivity and motivation We're related to the Star Wars movies, both the movies themselves and behind the scenes. Today, I would like to talk briefly about Star Wars Celebration and some of the positivity that that brought. Now, I was having a doctor's appointment the day of, uh, Celebration. But in the morning, as I was getting up, I watched the trailer. Now, I had heard the title of the movie before I saw the teaser. And my reaction to hearing the Rise of Skywalker went exactly like this. Oh, huh? That's exactly the sound I made. It's a good title, I think. Because it's mysterious. And there's a lot there that makes you wonder, what is it talking about? Now, many people immediately thought, oh, well, that's Kylo Ren getting redeemed. That's what that is. I don't agree with that assessment because I think that there is a lot more that it can mean or rather I do not agree with the assessment that that's the only thing it can mean. I think there's a lot of possibilities about what it can mean. So that was my initial reaction and then I watched the teaser. Now I watched the teaser on a phone and I Really, I I think that, for me, the teaser was was good. It was great, a lot of fun, great great use of Princess Leia's theme. But what really got me was the laugh. The palpatine laugh at the end. If you notice, it is a subversion. Luke says, no one's ever really gone you know, and it's meant to have kind of that optimistic you know, positive let's celebrate Luke and Leia or other heroes and then the laugh of Palpatine Palpatine arguably is the reason why this entire saga exists let me just say really quick in one of the canon comics it is implied and they left it ambiguous, I'm glad they did, that perhaps Palpatine created Anakin in the womb of Shmi Skywalker. Ah. If that is true, then Palpatine really is the reason this little flag has existed. Now whether or not this movie is going to have any connection with that, I don't know. But I do think it's interesting because I think Palpatine is very important to this entire saga. Now, I do not necessarily believe that Palpatine is going to be alive in the flesh. But, you know, that is certainly a possibility. And we can discuss that more in another podcast, but What it boils down to is he is back in some fashion. I do not. I I hope that he's not just in it for like five minutes, and they put the laugh in there because all we get is like a hologram of him. It says a couple of things and that's it. You know, his role I think should be more substantial. And in what way he returns? I don't know. But those are my thoughts. Now one thing, though, is when I watched the teaser originally on the phone, I didn't know what Ray and the others were looking at in that ocean. Only if I'm watching it on the computer screen, and I see it's a piece of the Death Star. And that's another mystery. Where are they? So, we'll find out. So all that stuff was great, I did not watch the Star Wars panel for episode 9 live, I didn't watch it live, but I did recap it later. Stephen Colbert was the host, and he is a huge Star Wars fan, and that was kind of nice. I would say that the panel was unremarkable. Um, I didn't watch it too in-depth, because I didn't want to learn things that maybe should wait till the movie comes out. Not that they would give away spoilers, but I just want to go in and be surprised. But one thing I was very happy to see, which goes along with the theme of today's episode, was that Kelly Marie Tran got a very warm reception when Stephen Colbert said her name and started to ask her some questions, he said Kelly Marie Tran and the audience went wild with enthusiasm. Now, we know and I've mentioned it before that Kelly Marie Tran has been a victim of some terrible cyberbullying. Bullying which should not be accepted And that the various social media groups need to be more responsible about ferreting out bullies on the internet. And I do not feel that places like Instagram are doing a good enough job. Now, these people who've harassed her are trolls. Let's be clear. The average person, the average fan, does not act that way. Nor should fans accept that behavior from any of their members. You know, fandom as a whole should not accept that behavior. I was glad to see it. Now, regardless of how you feel about the character, the act, the acting, the performance that Kelly Train gave, or the character of Rose, and even myself, I am not entirely pleased with how she was used. I think the writing lets her down and I think maybe her performance is a little let down by the writing of the character being poor. That being said, you can feel that way, and that's fine. She should not be the victim of bullying and I was very happy regardless of how I feel about her role in the movie, in The Last Jedi. To see her get the warm response from the audience It makes her feel welcome, makes her feel loved, and embraced by this community. That is wonderful. And I was so pleased to see that, and it was so motivating to see people going out of their way to be kind. That is something we need, especially in the film world. Kindness. Love. People showing their respect for someone, even if they don't particularly like their role. I was also very pleased jumping over (laughs) pardon me I'm getting ahead of myself. So that was really the only thing at the episode 9 panel that really stood out to me. I, I recapped several other panels there was of course the Mandalorian panel which I didn't watch in depth and I have not watched the footage that they showed because they have not released that officially and I don't want to see some cell phone footage of it, no 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 I am very excited about this new series because we're going to be exploring a part of the Star Wars timeline that we have not explored and the reason to be excited I think is, is uh, John Favreau, who is a great filmmaker, The director of Iron Man and, and other movies like that is involved. He is basically the head honcho. And they're bringing in a lot of talent. Not just the actors, but directors of episodes. Including people like Dave Filoni and Tycho Waititi. That's exciting, I think. And I'm still waiting to see the footage officially. So I sort of I didn't really get too in depth in that one because I want to be surprised yet again. But I like the idea of this uh, this nameless gunslinger, basically this nameless vandalorian wandering the lawless areas in the Outer Rim. Great idea. Basically, basically a Star Wars Western, which arguably Star Wars is a Western, but yeah, more more about that later. Another panel, Ashley Eckstein, who is the voice of Ahsoka Tano in Star Wars The Club Wars and Star Wars Rebels, hosted a Women of Star Wars panel, which featured mostly the voice actresses for the various Star Wars products. Ashley, I think, is great because she, it's her desire show the world that Star Wars is not just for boys. Star Wars is a franchise that can be enjoyed by boys and girls. Of all ages. And that there is no... um, No one is left out. It's a story for everyone. And I agree. And and, And like many fans, I am dismayed that there are not more action figures already. There is nothing wrong with little boys playing with action figures of Ray because Ray's awesome. And Ray is a character that can be embraced by boys and girls. And should be embraced by boys and girls, I think. And so I certainly think the Toymakers need to step up their game and do a better job. And uh, also, so that panel I skipped, it was kind of fun and they shared some very very touching stories uh, the, these women uh, Vanessa Marshall who voices Harris and Dula and Rebels and Ashley Eckstein they shared some very touching stories about young Star Wars fangirls who've been dealing with terrible diseases cancer particularly who have been so Strengthened by their love of Star Wars. If you get a chance to find that panel, it's very moving. To hear these stories of what Star Wars means to people. See, it's more than just a movie. This Star Wars franchise has the power, like a lot of great cinema, to move people. To change people to help people through hard times. And I'm grateful Ashley Eckstein and the other ladies of the panel for really bringing that to light. And the last panel I wanted to discuss was the Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace panel. Celebrating the 20th anniversary. Which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, May 19th is the 20th anniversary. Officially. Now, like Kelly Marie Tran, getting sort of the adulation I think she deserves. Um, Owen Best, in playing George R. Bink, is I think getting the love that he deserves too. He's on a hard road. And I'm grateful to see that he was so warmly welcomed to celebration. It is just amazing, it's been 20 years. The panel was hosted by Warwick Davis who played Wicket when he was 11 years old in Return of the Jedi and has appeared in every Star Wars movie since then. His most recent appearance, oddly enough, was in Solo as a character in Infant's Nest's group of Marauders. It's, it's amazing to think that it's been 20 years, and it's very interesting because The Phantom Menace has gone through a strange evolution. There were a good number of Star Wars fans who kind of liked Episode 1 but were afraid to speak out. Older fans, I should say. But now, I think it's a generational thing. When the Phantom Menace came out, a lot of the fans were older and they were grumpy about it. A lot of little kids, though, saw it. And that was their first experience with Star Wars. And it holds a special place in their hearts. And... I think that as the years have gone on, more and more people, as that generation of kids, as grown up, are more accepting of the prequels because that's the Star Wars they grew up on. And they've come out and said, yeah, we love this because we grew up on it. And I think it's causing some of the older fans to sort of look back and say, you know what, either either I kind of like this, or maybe they always did, and were just afraid to admit it, or they watched it again and kind of re-examined their opinions, like I have. I'll give you an example for myself. Like many people, I saw The Phantom Menace. I was 13. I didn't, I, I thought it was okay. I watched the VHS to death. I, I was still, something in the back of my head was going, there's something wrong with this movie. And then later, I started to really kind of detest it. But as I, st- I'm in the last maybe two or three years, as I've gotten more into the, the Star Wars fandom podcasting, and I think I've come more to realize that even though I may not like a lot of the prequels, there are still a lot of things in them that are enjoyable especially in The Phantom Menace I think and now that my attitude has changed I'm not suddenly going oh I think these are good movies now no, but I am of the opinion in The Phantom Menace that there is a lot to love and there is a lot that I enjoy and so I am a prequelist that's someone who admits that they like the prequels, even if they do admit that there's a lot of things in them they don't like. They still, overall, like them. And I think I fall into that category. Now, you've heard me talk about my problems with the prequels, but I've also tried to talk about it. What is it about them I like? What is it about them that compels me? And honestly, for me, there's a lot there. It can be hard to get through sometimes. Because of bad writing, bad directing, bad acting. You know, clunky storytelling. Yes, that's all there. I admit that. But. I count myself as one of those. Who likes a lot of the things. That were introduced in the prequels. And I do not wish. As some people have said. I do not wish to see the prequels rebooted or declared non-canon because that's just ridiculous. So I'm very glad though that the public opinion toward the prequels particularly toward the Phantom Menace I think has changed in these 20 years. It's gone through an interesting evolution maybe one of the most interesting evolutions in the history of film period. Star Wars Celebration is there to celebrate Star Wars. Where people can admit what they love. People can really celebrate. And it's really created, I think, this aura of positivity. Positivity that the world of film is in need of right now. I'm just so glad to see this. To see a place where people can gather and just enjoy and escape all of the negative toxicity that's out there, I think that someone should invent a rule. I'm sure they already have that if people can be mean on the internet, they will. And I think that our duty to respond to this is to flood the internet. And other places with positivity. I would like to give a special shout out to some of the people who do this. The folks over at Four Center. Who you've heard me talk about before at Four Center Pod. Which you should check out the Four Center Podcast feed. On Podomatic. They are amazing. Jennifer Landa. Ken Knapshawk. And Joseph Scripshaw bring so much joy to this online world when it comes to Star Wars. They are willing to celebrate Star Wars in all of its aspects. Yes, they're willing to admit there are things things that don't work for them, but they are there and they bring such positivity and joy. And I'd like to publicly thank them because I think they are the reason why I've changed my mind a bit on, on The Phantom Menace. And Revenge of the Sith. I have a little bit of a hard time with the, the Cloth, but that's a discussion for another time. And also, I'd like to give a big shout-out to Madison Tames. Maddie Sola. You can find her on YouTube at Maddie Sola. M-A-D-I-Sola. S-O-L-L. She is great she's so positive and warm and bubbly and she loves Ray. she loves Rose, the new female characters which I think I'll discuss on another podcast but I do think that I'm glad to see that. I I like to see this from a if you'll forgive me for a moment, from a woman's perspective because most of the people that I've heard complain about the new Star Wars movies are men. I'd like to hear what some of the women have to say to women like Jennifer Landa, women like Madison Tames bring so much joy and positivity and I like to see Star Wars through their eyes because they seem to see it a lot differently than some of the men who have a hard time with these characters. Ray Ray is probably my favorite of the new characters in Star Wars. I'm not afraid to admit that. And there's nothing wrong with that because in order to combat this negativity, we need to flood the internet with positivity. I love Ray. I love Daisy Ridley, which is brought to the character. I love what Kelly Marie Tran brings to Star Wars, and I hope that they do a better job in the future with the character Rose, and I think that Star Wars Celebration helped to bring some of that positivity that the Star Wars fandom, and fandom in general, needs. I do not believe that fandom is the problem. I believe that the internet trolls are the problem. But it's so nice to see this positivity. So those of you listening who may be troubled by these hostile trolls on the internet. Go and do something positive. Because we're not going to win by destroying what we hate. We're going to win by saving what we love. My name is Brendan Mar. Thank you so much for tuning in to My Knock Monday. I'm Kate Sturgers. They were not my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.